Welcome back to the Business Digest. As part of an enlightening podcast network, we're here to ignite your curiosity and inspire continuous learning. Join us as we explore the vast universe of business, unveiling a new, hand-picked, bite-sized gem of journalism in each episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed available on iPhone and Android. In today's episode, we explore the importance of effective communication in the business world, specifically focusing on the role of gatekeepers in Guatemala. Charlene Norman's article, The Gatekeeper in Guatemala, Conveying Your Thoughts to Others, sheds light on the challenges faced by professionals in getting their ideas across to key decision makers. Join us as we delve into the strategies and insights shared in this thought-provoking piece. Let's dive in. The Gatekeeper in Guatemala by Charlene Norman Let's talk about your speaking and writing style. Now, some of you might want to pick those words apart and say, oh, you want to talk about communication. No, I want to talk about how you convey your thoughts to others. When I was 30, I was the executive assistant to the president. No, I was not his secretary. I watched and helped the big guy who was in charge of a $1.5 billion global company run the company. Everywhere he went, I went. To subsidiary meetings, board meetings, senior staff meetings, I traveled the world with him and basically had a fantastic cat seat or a sidecar chair to see how a company functions, how all the pieces fit together, and understand intimately what it takes to lead huge companies. Now, from the outside, it appeared to be an incredibly prestigious and glamorous job. Inside, I worked 70 or 80 hours a week, dealt with the senior level team sniping that frequently goes on behind the scenes, spoke truth to power more times than I can remember, and stood in for him when he did not want to or have the time to do something. Now, this CEO had an ego the size of four rail cars strung together. He pissed most everybody, one, two, and three levels below him off every single day. Because he always had an answer, even when he didn't. And while I frequently told him to dial down his bravado with his own boss and the board of directors, ultimately he did not take my counsel and was fired from his job. Arrogant, old white male, huge entitlement attitude, scornful of most everyone in his universe. Yet he was very patient with me and taught me something valuable I never forgot. Never forget the gatekeeper in Guatemala. That is what he taught me. Never forget the gatekeeper in Guatemala. Now, I can imagine right now you're probably going WTF, huh? Well, we were a global company and English was not always the first language. The big boss knew that whatever he said to anybody at any level in the company could be easily misinterpreted. So anytime someone wrote something for him, told him he needed to fly out and talk to someone, had to give a presentation, send an email, his first words were always about the poor gatekeeper in Guatemala. I had enough of this crap one day and I asked him, whatever are you getting at? And here's what he told me. The gatekeeper in Guatemala is an uneducated, middle-aged guy who does not speak English outside of a few sentences. Furthermore, his main job is to check the incoming and outgoing 
truck traffic for the facility. He's a very proud man and he's really good at his job. Been there for 20 years monitoring trucks go in and go out of the gate. Guatemala is a much different country from Canada, so his personal life is very different from ours. Plus, we're from head office, so in his mind, head office has no impact on his life, and therefore he has no need to be nice or listen to us. That means anything we say to him must be in the simplest of terms and must be framed in something that is meaningful to him. So let me stop for a minute. I don't care if you own your own company work for someone else, write copy for customers, call customers, manage a small staff or a gigantic staff. This is brilliant advice. Whatever we say or write must be in the simplest of terms and must be framed in something that is meaningful to the other person. So working for the big man forced me to change the way I thought. It made me realize what I did was not important. It was how I made the other guy feel. It made me really think through what was the most important takeaway I wanted to leave. It made me simplify my language. It caused me to remove all the big words and the corporate jargon garbage and made me really focus in on the WIFM, the what's in it for me factor for the other person. Did I get it right? Hell no. Perfection is impossible and even today I still screw it up. What I do, though, was to learn how to speak to be understood. Not to be heard, but to be understood. And so I developed a reputation for simplifying the most complex problems to learn to never leave until the other person totally understands what I need to always be prepared and to write and speak at a grade eight level. Today, you can do exactly the same thing. Anytime you need to give a presentation, talk to your staff or your bosses or your customer or your suppliers or your banker. Think about the poor gatekeeper in Guatemala. What is the simplest way you can get your message across? What are the most important points you need to convey? What does the audience want to hear about the most? What terms do they use? Write it all down. Now I use Word and Word has the most useful function of check spelling and grammar and as part of the function it actually tells you what grade level you're writing at. Fun fact, if your grade level is higher than grade eight, you're gonna lose your audience. And if some of what you're saying you can't write to save your soul, there are very cheap software packages available now that can help. I use Grammarly and it's the best $150 I can spend in a year. So let me share another story with you. You know those days you get so frustrated because you've been trying to explain something and that one person simply doesn't get it? And you feel like you're talking Greek and you have no Greek DNA in your body. So you do what many of us do. You start talking jargon. Like, listen, if we open our kimonos and put this on overdrive ASAP, we just need to pick the low hanging fruit and then bake this cake. After that, we clearly demonstrate that we're best in breed, we boost the EBITDA, and we drive it all home. Yeah, complete mumbo jumbo, right? But we feel good because we've just demonstrated we're the smartest in the room. Except, unfortunately, nobody has any clue what the hell we just said. And if we're brutally honest, we just said 45 words of absolutely nothing. 
About 15 years ago, I was leading a continuous improvement project. I knew we could do it, even though others didn't believe me. I had everyone pulling in the same direction, except the shipping manager. He was a crappy piece of work and he refused to help or sign on. He had the biggest chip on his shoulder and he made everyone's life miserable. Every place is one of those, right? So I was out to reduce the shipping errors and get all the screw-ups made eliminated. And I asked the shipping manager to watch and then report on some metrics at the weekly staff meeting. And he didn't. All he did was give excuses and this went on for about six weeks and one day I was livid and I went out to his office. And I closed the door and I prepared myself for a nasty conversation. In his office was a pigsty and I couldn't find a healthy place to sit, so I stood. And we started talking, well, actually, that's a lie. I started going on in jargon speak about what I needed and what I expected him to do, which successfully pissed him off and we got to an impasse. And then I made a snide comment about his filthy office, which unleashed a torrent of bitterness from him as he was venting and swearing. I looked at his desk and I saw a bunch of squiggles and lines on his blotter. Now, I honestly, I can't tell you where this came from, but I asked him to explain his squiggles and lines. Well, it turns out all those scratchings were how he managed his function. And he could point to any day and tell me what was shipped, what was screwed up, whether the sun was shining, how many truckloads came in and went out. And then he showed me each month and then last year and then the year before that. And I got quite excited because I realized he had all the information plus that I wanted him to report each year. The difference was it was his way of talking, not mine. In other words, I'd forgotten about the gatekeeper in Guatemala. I was so focused on the fact that this guy wasn't delivering for me. I ignored the fact that he had no idea where he was coming from and what was in it for him. That day, we made a pact. I would have his office painted and spruced up for the first time in 20 years, and he would present his way of tracking stuff to satisfy our continuous improvement project. Inside of six months, he'd eliminated every single shipping error imaginable, which stopped me regularly and quote, in my terms, what his stats were. And ultimately he became one of my staunchest supporters. Now my point this week is you wanna speak and write to be understood, not just to be heard. Therefore focus on the other person. What do they really need to know? How do you want them to feel? Simplify, 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 because nobody will ever be as clear about what you want as you. So even when you're mad and annoyed and frustrated, think about the gatekeeper in Guatemala. I promise it will make your life so much easier. You know, just like I do, anything is possible. There are two things you need, focus and commitment. I believe in you and I know you can make the impact you want. If you enjoyed this, you may also like our other podcasts, The Psychology Digest, The Technology Digest, The Self-Improvement Digest, and Daily Business News. Stay curious, stay inspired, and thanks for listening.